We'd like to welcome you to our current event and weekly Bible study for January 29th, 2018. And uh, today, just kind of a mixed compilation of different current events that we're seeing uh, and also getting into some um, health topics toward the end there. The whole thing about the flu pandemic and things of that nature. And so let's go ahead and start off here with some Bible verses. 1 John 3.8 For this purpose, the Son of God, Jesus Christ, was manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil. So, that was why the Bible says he was meant, and obviously, yes, to save our souls and to pay, but that's all part of that process, really, if you think about it, because the devil wants to take us all to hell, and that's his absolute total goal and so that he might destroy the works of the devil so that really is kind of one of the things that motivates me in this ministry as well is by exposing evil and darkness um you know you're to a certain extent destroying the works of the devil you're destroying his efforts you're you're shedding light on the lies and then just some some verses of of kind of encouragement here then 1 Samuel 17.45, Then David said to the Philistine, Thou comest to me with a sword, meaning he was going against Goliath, and with a spear and with a shield. So he's saying this to Goliath. But I come to thee in the name of the Lord of hosts, the name the, the God of the armies of Israel, whom thou hast defied. This day will the Lord deliver thee into mine hand, and I will smite thee, and take thine head from thee, and I will give the carcass carcasses of the host of the Philistines this day unto the fowls of the air and to the wild beasts of the earth that all the earth may know that there is a God in Israel. So he's not only saying he's going to destroy Goliath, take his head off, but he's also saying he's going to destroy the army of the host of the Philistines that day and he's going to basically feed all their bodies to the fowls of the air and to the wild beasts of the earth. And up until that point, nobody had really, you know, challenged Goliath. And, um, you know, they had pretty much laughed at Israel up until this point. And then he comes out and says this exact polar opposite thing. And he did this through faith. It seems like it always boils down to faith in the Bible. Faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. He had faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. He had faith in the Lord that this was going to happen. Whether he had some confirmation from god some foreknowledge I, I don't know you have to wait till you get to heaven to find that out but he sure was confident <laughs> and that translated into courage obviously and valor and um but i really believe the core of all that was the faith that he had that he firmly believed this this uh this giant goliath this nephilim okay was was gone and he, he, he grabbed five smooth stones beforehand, and he only used one on Goliath. The reason he grabbed five is because he had four brothers that were also taken down. Now, they weren't ta he wasn't taken down by David, but he was taken down by David's mighty men in battles preceding that, um, or after, afterward. So they, the other four stones were symbolic of his other four brothers going down. And so... And then it goes on to say, And all the assembly shall know the Lord, 
that the Lord saveth not with the sword and the spear. And even though he used, you know, a stone, and, and even though they used swords and spears to uh, vanquish the Philistines that day after David had killed Goliath, he said that the Lord saveth not with sword and spear. In, in other words, they could have had, man, it could have just been bare hands. I, you know, God can use anything in order to defeat a foe. In other words, you don't want to give the glory and the credit to the sword and the spear. It goes on to say, for the battle is the Lord's, and he will give you into our hands. And that happened over and over again, uh, particularly you look at the battles of the Old Testament. And um, when they went into battle, when they had God's confirmation, when they had God's favor, uh, when there wasn't sin in the camp, because I'm, I'm bringing up instances where there's also times where they lost battles because of certain circumstances, um, like... Um, Achan and um, bringing sin into the camp and that type of thing where they lost that battle. But when they had that confirmation from God to go forth into battle and they had that faith to go into battle, then they won. They won every time. The enemy was given into their hands. God arranged things so that it was a foregone conclusion. And it came to pass when the Philistine arose and came and drew nigh to meet David that David hasted and ran toward the army to meet the Philistine and so he ran toward the enemy he, he ran toward him and the rest is history you know he sunk the stone into his forehead and then he chopped his head off and uh, from the the accounts of giants that I have uh seen in recent times a lot of the, the things of this nature it's very wise to cut their head off uh, even if they appear to be dead uh, the, remember these are not humans that you're dealing with and the, and the bible says as it was in the day of the lord and jesus said this uh, as it was in the days of noah socially being the days of the coming of the son of man and so I've done a lot of teachings on the giants, on the Nephilim, and these types of things, and the potentiality, the potential for them to actually make a reappearance in the days and times we're, we're coming in. And um, that is a definite possibility of what we could be facing. But the battle is the Lord's. And obviously no human is going to be able to just go against a giant in some type of battle like this and win unless he had absolute total favor of God. And so, I don't know, just wanted to kind of go over those verses a little bit and uh, encourage you a little bit there. Because, you know, typically a lot of the information that we're dealing with here is of a negative nature. And so it's good to start out with some things that kind of build the faith up. You know, uh, we don't ever want to get our eyes off the Lord Jesus Christ and off the fact that we are on the winning team and that the devil is a defeated foe and that they are all destined for the lake of fire the devil and his minions and so that's how it ends <laughs> first report here is uh judge Jeannie uh or Janine I guess a path to citizenship is a good one. I just thought she made a lot of good points here in this video and I wanted to reiterate this, I haven't covered this topic in a while, but just the insanity over the resistance to a border wall and the absolute flagrance of why they're doing this, no matter what kind of lame 
satanic fork tongue excuse. And I know you could say, well, there's a lot of Republicans that really don't want it either because they're on that satanic. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I'm not going to argue that whatsoever. Uh, but the Democrats are the face of this, I guess is the whole point here. So, I, you know, I get it. I'm, I'm not <laughs> uh, Democrat, Republican at the highest levels in, political, in the political scene. Um, most of them are all on the same team. And I would say the, the Democrats, obviously, more so are are absolutely on the same team and it's called team satan and they want the destruction of the population and they want to create an ultra poor class and an ultra elite class and they wanted to populate the earth by about a 95 percent reduction and you know there's so many agendas afoot here just look at the georgia guidestones which is basically the ten commandments of the new world order so, but she says, I believe in the American dream and I don't want anyone to take advantage of it. I don't want anyone else to ruin it, especially people who are not grateful uh, to be here, who seemingly hate us and call us racist. There needs to be an, an allegiance to this country and what we stand for. So, and again, I'm not saying this because I think America's perfect. I just think she brings up some good points here. I'm going to go ahead and play this video here. snow job in political history is taking place right now in the United States. Illegal immigrants trying to make you feel bad about President Trump's offer to grant 1.8 million illegals amnesty and a path to citizenship. Query. I'd like to know what country anywhere in the world that would let in 1.8 million people who violated their rules, disrespected their laws, but were still willing to forgive them and generously allow them citizenship, only in the end to be called racist. That well, I, I, is a campaign to... Sorry, the pause button wasn't working there. Uh, they're doing that in Europe right now. You know, with letting in the Muslim savage, pedophilic, devil invaders. I mean, they're kind of doing the same thing. It's it's actually way worse. This has been more of an ongoing process for uh, America, though. This has been a process that's been going on for decades. Whereas they've really just released the floodgates in Europe a lot more recently, but it's been way more dramatic there in in way of a higher number coming over. Um, and it's been primarily there in Europe just of a very, very Islamic, Muslim, worst of the worst nature. Whereas that same dynamic hasn't taken place here to that extent because we're not in, we don't share a border with any overtly Muslim terroristic nation at this point, okay? Um, we're not in proximity. There's, there's oceans between so it's made it logistically harder for the devil Muslim invaders, even despite all of Obama and all of his devil minions and all the devil Muslims he put into office at the highest levels. It's been much harder for them logistically to get them here in enough numbers to affect America like Europe has already been affected. Make America white again. It's a plan that says... So this, this is a plan to America make America white again, and this is what Nancy Pelosi is saying is such a wicked thing, is that unless we allow all these illegal aliens um, from Latin America and um, uh, Central America and Mexico and all the Muslims that are coming over and, and all of the other uh, nations and that, 
unless we allow all of these illegal criminals to come in because they're criminals once they come into the border illegally just like you'd be in any other country if you tried this um oh other than europe i guess if you're muslim that's fine you can come in and and they reclassify them i guess as good guys at that point unless you're uh actively promoting the mass invasion of these criminals you're a racist you're being accused of make america white again you're evil you're uh you know kkk ku klux klan david duke the whole nine yards you might as well just wear one of the kkk outfits when you go out and do your shopping because how dare you not just kiss the feet of all these illegal aliens that are flooding into this country doing all manner of wickedness and i'm going to document that later and we're not even going to so much talk about the muslims today but just the ones coming from mexico central america latin america this type of stuff um unless you're no you're not yoked up with that and on board with that then you're a racist because because satan says so because like this fork-tongued devil uh nasty pelosi here unless you know like she's literally the mouthpiece of satan and so it's just it's it's unbelievable what we're looking at over 50 percent of the current legal immigration will be cut back that many people will be sent out of the country so here we go again reagan gave amnesty in 1986 and just over 30 years later we're in this same mess why why because the border wasn't secured and closed illegals just kept pouring in and during those Obama years in 2014 and 15, teenagers from El Salvador, Guatemala, Honduras were virtually invited in. Some even members of that violent gang, MS-13. So you say... Among many other gangs. And I documented everything that she's saying when this was all going on. They were literally being invited in. They were, I mean... And again, this is just absolutely all by design to destroy the country, to pollute the country with a gigantic amount of criminals, sexual predators, and they have a high, high propensity toward child molestation, as we are going to document in this report. So now the ones here are legally from mexico central america and these they don't have that same propensity at all according to the statistics it's only the ones coming here illegally that have this disproportionate statistical propensity toward murder sexual assault uh pedophilia uh child rape i've put out these statistics and it's it's occurring in every single state there's some states it's worse. I mean, even in North Carolina, where 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 I'm at, there's a whole um, there's a whole organization dedicated to just showing how they're suppressing all of the sexual um, rapist molestation cases every single month, just in North Carolina alone. The numbers are staggering. They're totally disproportionate to the rest of the population, and it's all covered up. You never read about it in the paper, you, so you don't think it's going on, out of sight, out of mind. 
And it's a gigantic problem. If this was hap- if if white men were doing this, and I have to bring that up because it's it's we're we're the demographic that's demonized 100%. But we are the source of all evil. Just turn on the TV. I don't even have one, but what commercials I see, what movie clips I see, what it's all like the white guy's always typically the villain now. Um, uh, it's just everything's backwards. You have women absolutely being the ones always in charge, ruling over the men. The white guys are either always the stupid ones or they're the ones that are plotting like the evil of like masses of black people or masses of other races. I mean, it's just all of this is by design by Hollywood to get everybody to turn on one another and particularly for the races to unite against the white masses particularly the white men it must be all i can say is it must be very very important to satan to demonize the white population and particularly white men because that is the narrative i see over and over and over now if this was against um chinese men or japanese men or whatever i would be saying the same thing i would be saying this is absolutely unfair but because i'm a white guy i can't talk about that because it's not politically correct i'm just a racist and I need to just suck it up and take it and not say a word about it. I've always said, I don't care where I see evil, I'm going to point it out. And I'm not going to make any apologies for it. And this is the, the um, insanity, just one, one part of the insanity going on right now on planet Earth. Come on, have a heart. The dreamers were born here. This is the only country they know. In truth. Most Americans, including myself, don't have a problem giving dreamers a path to citizenship. But somehow, that doesn't seem to be good enough. Senator Dick Durbin says dreamers should not be held hostage to President Trump's crusade to tear apart families and waste billions of American tax dollars on an ineffective wall. Wait a minute. You dare to turn around and call us names when tens of millions of legal immigrants followed the rules, waited in line, hired attorneys, studied American history, and swore allegiance to this great nation. Most of them saying that the day they became an American citizen was one of the greatest days of their lives. I know. Because as a superior court judge, I swore in thousands of newly naturalized citizens. They didn't complain. They didn't call us racist. They thanked us. But no, not the dreamers. Democratic immigration advocate Eddie Vail called the White House proposal, quote, a legislative burning cross. So... What makes you think you're entitled to citizenship? What have you done to earn it? On second thought, it doesn't matter what you think. You've got no standing in this matter. You are not even a citizen. The DACA narrative, though, of young high schoolers about to go to college, in college, or recently graduated looking to contribute to society when, in point of fact, dreamers are not a highly educated segment of the U.S. population. According to a study by Harvard researcher Roberto Gonzalez, 21% of DACA recipients have dropped out of high school, far above the national dropout rate in the United States of 5.9%. And according to that study, dreamers then have lower than average educational attainment. 
DACA supporters say dreamers are no more likely to commit crimes than U.S. citizens. But according to Crime Prevention Research Center, illegals in Arizona commit crimes double the rate than U.S. citizens. And by the way, according to a September 2017 report... See, I believe there's really a spiritual dynamic, too, going on here. Where you've got dreamers, their illegal alien parents brought them here and they were born here on American soil. Or maybe they were brought over by their parents at an early age um, across the border illegally. The point is, is that it's all wrong. It's, it's all illegal. It's, it's wrong. And there's a spiritual dynamic going on here where the Bible says if the foundations be destroyed, what can the righteous do? Well, their foundation by which they came here was 100% morally and legally wrong from the get-go. So how could that ever really be blessed? And I think that's why you're seeing these statistics because those spiritual dynamics just don't disappear. Because, well, I'm well-intentioned now and, and, and us is all I've ever known and all those other things. You have brought spiritual um, baggage over with you. There, there are just things that are don't go away just because they even wave a magic wand and say, well, this is all right. We're going to grant you this. It still doesn't change the fact that what they did initially, how they got here, was evil and wrong. And I understand if they're children... They didn't have any choice in that, that type of stuff. I get it. I understand that. But still, it was wrong. It was wrong what their parents did. Um, the, the women would come over here and have their anchor babies on purpose, by design. I mean, all of it was just wicked and evil. And our system enabled that to happen, which just further perpetuated more wickedness. And so I think that's why it explains a little bit about these statistics of the Federation for American Immigration Reform. Illegal immigration costs the United States taxpayers a net cost of $116 billion, that's a billion with a B, dollars a year, clearly outweighing taxes paid to federal and state governments by a ratio of 7 to 1. The federal government alone spends $46 billion on illegal aliens and their U.S.-born children for public education, for medical care, justice enforcement, and welfare. So, here we have President Trump willing to give almost 2 million illegals amnesty in exchange for a border wall, an end to chain migration, and the end of the visa lottery. Yet, instead of being grateful, they're indignant. They want work, these workers to live as second-class citizens, to not have the rights and ability to speak up. Second-class citizens? There is no such thing as a second-class citizen. You're either illegal exactly. or a citizen with all the rights and privileges exactly. that go along with it, including the right they, to vote. They've had far greater privileges than legal citizens. I've went over all of the things that our government gives these illegal alien invaders when they come here. I mean, from the insurance to the housing to all so many different things that they have access to if they know how to work the system at all. And they're given all of these advantages that our own legally, the, the uh, generations that have been here for sometimes hundreds of years do not get. And they're going to, they have the audacity to complain. It's just like that analogy that I've said before, you know. 
it's like you can't ever give enough to the devil for him to be satisfied. And these people are literally, so many of them I really truly believe are motivated by their father, the devil. And just like Islam, it's the same way with them. You try to deal with them, you try to say, oh, we're going to give you you know, more land in Palestine, and we're going to do this, and, we're, and, they're, and, they're, and they'll, they will reluctantly agree, and then all they do is move the rockets in closer so they can get a better bead on Israel and on, on innocent citizens and things of this nature. It's never enough for Satan. Okay, and it reminds me when you're dealing with people like transgenders, um, the lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender crowd, these illegal aliens that believe that we're here usurping on their land and that, you know, they're the, the whole La Raza movement and La Mecha or whatever, all of the garbage movements they have where they believe that the white man needs to die and we need to be, you know, well, really all races need to go because this is their land. We came here. We took it from them. And you just can't reason with Satan is really what it boils down to. And this is what you're doing. I'm not saying every single illegal alien is Satan. I'm not saying every single illegal alien are horrible, wicked people. But there is a disproportionate amount of them that are. And we and she do, she's talking about it. I've documented it in the past, and I'm going to further document it today. And the right to pay taxes like the rest of us. What makes you think your parents have the right to be citizens because we're allowing you, your spouse, and your children to be citizens? I've got news for you. You're here because of the United States' largesse. You have nothing. You have no cards, no chits, and no leverage in this game. And on top of that, you complain that we're white supremacists. Get your facts straight. How could we be white supremacists if most of the two million that the president wants to give amnesty to are not white? And one of the largest DACA organizations says of the president's proposal, quote, let's call this proposal for what it is, a white supremacist ransom note. Trump and Stephen Miller killed DACA and created the crisis that immigrant youth are facing. They have taken immigrant youth hostage, pitting us against our Ugh. parents, black immigrants, and our communities in exchange for our dignity. Hmm. I've got a news for you, dreamers. You're being used. Crying Chuck, a.k.a. worthless shutdown Schumer, Nancy Pelosi, Dick Durbin, couldn't care less about you. You are nothing but a pawn in a bigger game set up by your hero, Barack Obama, who intentionally didn't resolve this when he was president. But again, this is all by design in order to destroy this country by flooding it with criminals or a huge segment of the criminal population. And they will deplete the resources, they will, they will overrun the hospitals, they will commit far more crimes, far more murders, far more thefts, far more rapists, uh, raping sexual assaults r rape far more children than any other demographic you know they hey they got here illegally think about it think of the mindset here i came here illegally i was rewarded okay so rewarded by these moron this moron american government is basically how they're thinking about it in their mind well then i'm just going to keep up with that behavior I'm going to keep up with the behavior that's natural to me. I came here illegally. I am a criminal. I'm going to continue that. I was rewarded when I came over the border to do it. Why not continue? Now, I'm not saying every single one, but I'm saying a 
ton of them are and it's 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 a statistical fact and for these people that at the in the high political office that want to do this um ultimately just trying to destabilize the country to the point where they can usher in the new world order and um create a gigantic race war have a built-in population that will have no problems fighting a gigantic civil war race war uh against i guess you know blacks against whites uh, hispanic latin america against whites the muslims against i mean i think that's how it's it's um fleshing out here seems to be what i'm seeing i'm not advocating it i'm trying to fight it i'm trying to expose it and say this is insane in the end these people at the top all want to kill all of those populations but they figure if we will kill one another off then you know we're just doing their work for them mission accomplished on their end so this is what they're trying to to and then not, not only that but then they've got a built-in voting block the democrats have the more they can flood an area like california is the greatest example the more they can flood a state with these illegal aliens and then just give them the right to vote even though they're here illegally well then they've got a built-in voter block and they're not going to bite the hand that feeds them so they're going to vote for these democratic devils like that governor they got out there jerry brown and vote people like him in uh because they figure well he was the one that you know was receptive to us that welcomed us with open arms <laughs> and it just perpetuates now president trump whom you hate has more than double the number of people to whom he's willing to give amnesty and he's willing to pay a political price for it and these people would rather reject trump's offer to make two million of you legal and, and keep you in the shadows instead of giving president donald trump a win that he's entitled to you get it you're being used they don't want it to work and by the way what is the problem with the wall anyway open borders only allow more people to cross and add to our tax burden and who are you to say what a sovereign nation can and cannot do try doing that in your home country and see what happens to you and who are you to say that you're entitled to bring in your parents in addition to your spouse and your children what gives you the right to be indignant your parents are the ones the reality is is once they cross the border they the only thing they were entitled to here was a jail cell and a trip back to whatever country they came from that was all they were ever entitled to but it's now that they've gotten here and settled in it's all of a sudden no 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 this is i'm entitled to this i i deserve i deserve all the help the government's giving me. i deserve the free health care i deserve all of the you know the food stamps or all these benefits that that they're getting I deserve to be a burden on the system and, and to deplete the your resources it's unbelievable it's unbelievable when you give somebody that is um committing a criminal activity or doing something wrong if you give them a pass on that most people nowadays most people i would have to say their moral compass is either um totally gone or close to non-existent a lot of these people they they just they don't have any real sense of conscience i'm not saying everybody but I, there's a lot of people out there now that man it's scary i mean <laughs> like the stuff that like so many people would do on average like anybody that had a con conscience it'd be like man how can they live with themselves
How could they just not have any conviction of sin? And the Bible talks about having your conscience seared with a hot iron. The Bible talks about in Romans 1 where, you know, the men burning after men and women after women, gays and lesbians, that they've been turned over to a reprobate mind to do those things which are not convenient. And that word translated in the King James from the Greek is convenient, apt, or fitting. And they, they glory in their shame. And the first thing that set them up for that is, and if you go to Romans 1, the first thing that, that laid the groundwork for that darkening of the mind, that in, this, in the particular case of this, Romans 1, and there could be different scenarios, obviously, where they were women burning after women and men burning after men, meaning they're lusting after one another. The first thing that laid the groundwork for that was that they became unthankful. That's what, that's what sets you up. When you start to become unthankful, uh, it can start such a cascade of events in a person's life that can lead you literally down on the path of hell. I'm not saying that, you know, figuring salvation in here, but <laughs> it, it does interplay with salvation a lot because unless you're extremely, I believe, incredibly thankful for what jesus christ did on the cross to save the collective souls of those in humanity whom thou will you know who whoever comes to me i will no wise cast out what jesus was talking about unless you're thankful for that free gift okay that, that he is presented to you by his death burial and resurrection on the cross how do you get saved what do you come out to jesus all bowed up to the foot of the cross and say, yeah, Jesus, I'll do you a favor. I'm such a gift. I'll go ahead and let you save me. You don't come to him that way. You know, and, and you come to him humbly, thankfully, praising the Lord Jesus Christ, thankful for what he's done for you. Okay, that's how you, you have to have that type of heart to get saved. Repentant. You know, <laughs> realizing the 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 wretch of a person that that you know the the pit from whence you were dug as the bible talks about and when i see people like this how do they get saved i'm not saying that to judge them but how does somebody who is so darkened in their thinking process like these illegal aliens that think that they came here illegally, they've benefited from the system, they've leached off the system, they've gotten far more benefits than the average American who's here illegally, they've done all these things, lived here illegally for years, obviously their conscience is seared with a hot iron, um, there's a very high likelihood they've been turned over to a reprobate mind to do these things that are not convenient. How does somebody like that get saved? No conscience of sin. No, no... You know, you have to have a conscience to get saved. So it's it's a fearful thing to look at this and say, wow, you've got all these people that are literally doing Satan's bidding. And I mean the Islam's even worse. I mean, if you look at those those cats, I mean they're they're out of their minds. They're just overtly evil and they think that they're doing Allah's well yes they are Allah's the the devil moon god the fallen angel they worship and bow to to Mecca three times a day or whatever habits they're in whatever ritual that they're in which is just mass mass witchcraft they think that they're doing God's will and yet they're they're absolutely doing wickedness 
I'm not saying that God can't get a hold of somebody and turn, and that's their only hope, is the Lord Jesus Christ, is, is them waking up finally and seeing, what have I done, what have I been doing, what, uh, uh, and, and I would question anybody that would get saved and not, and then not have any, go their merry way, and say, well, you know, yeah, I know what I've been doing is illegal, and, and it's been bad all along, and, and we've been benefited, but I'm going to go my merry way, as, as long as I'm saved, I'm going to, yeah, I don't know, I don't know, I mean, <laughs> uh, you need you need to have a conscience about your life, and those types of things, and how your actions may have affected other people, and wickedness you've done, I know for myself, even to this day, I know I'm forgiven, but man, I look at the things I did in my past and how many times I probably should have been in jail. You know what I mean? Just for like, I told you the, all the, I've told you all the stories how when I was younger, how I would drive drunk. And I mean, so bad that I would not know how I got home. And it was every weekend sometimes. How on God's green earth did I not kill somebody or get killed? I mean, I should have been dead about a thousand times over. And God in his, I've heard that's referred to as prevenient grace. It's, it's the grace that God gives you because God, God knows the full picture of your life. He knows who's going to get saved. He knows who's not. Okay. He stands outside of time. He's not constricted by time. Think of time like a big capsule, you know, beginning, creation, end. Well, let's just say for this sake, I'm not saying, well, I don't know. I guess you could say after the end of the millennium, he stands outside that he could see the beginning from the end. So he knows. So in his prevenient unbelievably merciful grace i did a lot of wicked stuff prior to getting saved and i'm not saying i've been perfect after either but nowhere you know like what i was doing back then and he still spared me even to this day i look back on that and i'm ashamed about it and i i i wish i could go back and say i'm sorry to certain people or or, or i mean i i i you know, I have a hard time letting that go because I, I don't like hurting people. You know, I really don't. And I look at uh, all the people that I probably hurt and just, ugh. And I'm like, how could I have done that? And yet you've got a whole legion of people like this that are here and they have no conscience of sin. They have no conscience of that. They're criminals. None. Or they've participated in criminal behavior or the muslims they generally mutilate their daughters they rape the the women wherever they go and, and, and all they do all this manner of wickedness commit all this evil and they have no conscience of sin they literally think they're doing god's will it's just scary i mean i, I don't know i can't i can't quite relate to it at all you created this mess in the first place by bringing you here citizenship is a privilege we don't grant Amen. it to people because they think they deserve it what have you done for the united states were you in the military like my dad and grandfather what have you done to benefit this country and if you've been collecting welfare how about you pay it back now i believe in the american dream i don't want anyone to take advantage of it and i don't want anyone to ruin it especially people who are not grateful to be here, who seemingly hate us and call us racists. There needs to be an allegiance to the United States and what this country stands for.
and that's my open. Tell me what you think on my Facebook page, Twitter. Okay, so I just wanted to, I just thought she brought up a lot of good points. I'm not giving any kind of blanket endorsement to Judge Janine or, or to Trump or what. I'm not doing that, okay? But I just am, I thought she brought up some really good points there. Okay, so let's go further. And this is new ad, Democrats complicit in every murder committed by illegal immigrants. Okay, now again. It's really those that advocate the Democratic platform. And there's a lot of Republicans on the other side of the aisle that are 100% for that. These people are just part of the deep state. They're just, it's just Coke and Pepsi, and they're just there. They put in, they've been put in those positions and to, to appear to have some type of adversarial relationship, this whole Hegelian dialectic cause-reaction solution the whole that whole nine yards um problem reaction solution i'm sorry cause and effect in order to ultimately bring about the whole ordo ob cal the 33rd degree motto of the freemason order out of chaos okay the chaos that's going on between the democrats and the republicans and all this other stuff and and so this is how satan has chosen to structure things in this present world not to say that god's not still in control Democrats are complicit in illegal immigrant violent crime and murder so long as they continue blocking funding for a border wall along the U.S.-Mexico border and hold up negotiations on pro-American immigration reforms, President Trump's new campaign states. He actually ran a commercial about this. And again, I'm not giving some blanket endorsement. President Trump, I've said from the beginning, I will give him credit where credit is due. And, and when I see him doing something good, I will give him credit for that. I will post it. And when I see him doing something evil or wicked or something that he should not be doing, I will post that. I think I've been faithful to that in my newsletter, okay, that I've been putting out. I can't cover, obviously, every single thing that's going on, but I hope I've, I've, been, I've done that. The ad was released a day after the Senate Democrats voted to shut down the federal government. And again, it wasn't a shutdown. They act like everybody's shutting down and, you know, trucks have stopped running and, and you know, people are going to be homebound and, and they're going to block off the roads and, and, you know, there's no food in the grocery. It's not, wasn't even remotely like that. Not even close, but they act like it's the shutdown of all shutdowns. and We're all going to die and we're probably going to all die tomorrow. I mean, you know, it's this unbelievable overblown rhetoric that they're spewing. Um, this ad was released a day after the Senate Democrats voted to shut down the federal government because the spending bill to keep the government did not include amnesty for at least 3.5 million illegal aliens, which is absolute total insanity. You know, yeah, just, you know, they came here illegally. They're all criminals. Give them a pass. They're good people. We're going to reward their criminal behavior by making them citizens. You know. Uh, Louis... Bracamontes, a 37-year-old illegal alien from Mexico who allegedly shot and killed Detective Michael Davis and, De and Deputy Sheriff Danny Oliver in October of 2017, is featured in this ad that Trump ran, saying in the courtroom during his murder, and it shows him saying this in the, in the ad, um, that he wished he had killed more of the mother blankers. And then he says, I will break out soon and kill more kill whoever gets in front of me the illegal alien said as he smiled in the courtroom he loves it i mean the, the, these these dudes that are like this this these ms13 types i'm not sure he was ms13 but these 
these Mexican gangs and these Central American gangs, they are about the most wicked, evil, they're right up there with the most wicked, evil, maggot Muslims. I'm telling you, they will, they'll come into your house, I was told, and if they want to kill you, they will kill, rape your wife and your daughters in front of you, kill them slowly in front of you, and then kill you slowly after they've made you watch. And they'll take their time. This is the type of wickedness and evil that is pouring over the borders. Because we don't have borders. You know, a, a country without borders is not a country if you think about it. It's a joke. And that's what we're that's what we're doing. And he's just one example of this. There are I would dare say millions of these types in there. Then when you have these countries like Central America, like Mexico, where the Santa Muerte death cult is literally either the main religion in various localities or becoming the main religion, and they're commingling it with Catholicism because it's so incredibly compatible. It's just one more saint in their pantheon of pagan religion. When you have that dynamic going on, what's the big deal? Okay, I'm worshiping the Grim Reaper now. What's the big deal? It's Santa Muerte. It's the angel of death. That's what it is. That's what it means. Santa Muerte is the angel of death. In the occult world, Azrael's known as, or Santa Muerte is known as Azrael. Like the cat on the, remember the cat on the Smurfs, Azrael? Gargamel that was the, was the wicked wizard? I know I'm dating myself a little bit there, but that, those were cartoons that were on like when I was kind of growing up. Azrael the cat, the black cat, which was the witch's cat, is also the name of the angel of death. And I believe I've even had a counter with Azrael. Um, just you want to know more about that key in my supernatural, supernatural experiences. You'll you'll see the supernatural stuff I've been through, personally. And as God is my witness, the stuff happened. I mean, you know, may God can strike me dead now if I'm lying about it, and I have no fear of that because I'm not lying to you. <laughs> I'm not here to lie to you. I, I fear God too much for that. I'm not saying I'm perfect either, but I'm not lying to you about the stuff I've been through. And, um, the, but again, the only reason I got through that stuff is because of Jesus Christ. And I try to always give him the praise, the honor, and the glory. The Bible says, in all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. Trust in the Lord with all thy might, and lean not un unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. So, that's what I try to do. I fail a lot on that. Uh, just trying to always keep that on the forefront of my mind. But, um... When you have a whole society, and just key in um, Santa, of course, you might find my teachings on Christmas then too, which, you know, also paganism, uh, birthday to the sun god Tammuz, has nothing to do with Jesus Christ, but uh, Santa Moarty, if you want to know more about that, and I mean, the way they kill people down there, this is the preferred deity of the drug cartels of MS-13, of the Mexican Mafia, of all of these different um, drug cartels down in Mexico, Central America, and these types of places. It's the perfect deity for them. Because you can you can pray to Santa Moarte and um, sacrifice to Santa Moarte and ask Santa Moarte anything you want. You want more money? Do you want your enemies killed? Do you want... and the things that Santa Marte, who knows, might be communicating that you need to do is, you know, okay, 
go out and kill your enemies in the most horrific way or whatever. And, and they're getting favor from these things. And they're exporting this and they're bringing this into America. So if you want to know more about that, key that in in the search box. And I've done whole teachings on it, several actually. Um, this report goes on to say it's pure evil, all the stuff this guy was saying in the courtroom. The ad goes on to state that Democrats are complicit in illegal alien crime. So as long as they continue supporting open borders policies like sanctuary cities which harbor criminal illegal aliens and shield them from deportation while blocking full funding for the wall on the southern border and illegal immigration, cutting reforms to raise uh, and cutting reforms to raise the wages of American workers. You know, it's all about taking away jobs and our rights away from us, people that are here legally and giving them to other demographics, other races that are here illegally, like the illegal immigrant Muslim hordes that Obama was literally bussing in over the borders, flying them in on UPS planes in the cover of darkness. I've, I've went into all this. And then all of these different charity groups that are, quote, Christian, that were, were there to bring them in under the banner of supposed Christianity. Uh, Catholic, uh, Catholic ones, Lutheran ones, all kind of different denominations will bring these Muslims in, these illegal Muslim invaders, the worst of the worst, while leaving the Christians that need to get out of the Middle East, they, they want to leave them there so they'll die. For sure. I mean, it's like point whatever, three 0.03% of all the ones they were bringing over were, were Christian. While the vast majority were the worst of the worst Muslims, they've already been to a large extent, or, or to, um, I hope Trump's done a whole lot to stop the flow of this. I, I don't know. I haven't seen a lot on that subject lately, but Obama was doing everything he could do to bring them in. I've done tons of studies on that as well that you can go and reference. Um, and there, I mean, they were the worst of the worst. And they're here now, and it was all, a, a lot, so much of it was under the banner of these Christian ministries bringing them in and saying, uh, making sure that they were settled in the right place where they could get into their... Um, their safe houses under the cover of Muslims that were already here and um, join up with these terror cells that are already here on our soil and they're just waiting for the day that they're out, the green light's given and they can go and wage jihad against the great Satan America. Okay, let's go further here. The truth about crime, illegal aliens, and sanctuary cities. This is just a little bit... This isn't actually as concise as I wanted wanted it to be, but it, you'll get a little bit of an idea here. The Pew Research Institute estimates that of 2014, there are at least 11.2 million illegal immigrants residing in the U.S. I'm sure it's underblown, that number. Okay, The population... So understand, everything I'm going over, these stats, they could be twice as bad. It's hard to say, but I would guarantee you this is the bare minimum of what it would be. The population comprises 3.5% of our country's population. Okay, so legal aliens, about 3.5% of the population, supposedly. It's probably higher. Of these, by far the largest ethnic populations, 52% are Hispanic, comprised of Mexicans, Central Americans, Cubans. Six states, California, Texas, Illinois, Florida, New York, and New Jersey account for 59% of where these illegal aliens reside. The fact that 66% of all illegal immigrants have lived in our nation for over 10 years underscores our long-standing inability 
to address the serious problem. Well, there's it's not an inability; it's an absolute. They don't they don't want to address it. I mean, no previous administrations would. They they welcome it. It's destroying our country. That's what they want. You know, uh, inability to, and then all the communicable diseases they're bringing in. I've went over that as well. That's a whole other factor. Um, our inability to address the serious problem of to control our nation's borders the relationship between illegal immigrants and violent crime then that's what we're going to talk about now research conducted by the federal government oversight organization and i thought it was judicial watch but it says judicial water in 2004 documents that 50 percent of all federal crimes were committed near our border with mexico 50 percent i mean of all federal crimes were committed near our border with Mexico. And that's not where you're going to have a lot of uh, regular citizens from America. Is, is it just that the regular citizens of America, when they're near the border, they're really, or like the legal ones, they're really, really bad people because they're near the border? I don't think so. I think it's because of the unbelievably high population and what is occurring at the borders, obviously crossing illegally. That's why you've got 50% of the federal crime being committed there in those localities. Obviously, that's why. The same year, the U.S. Sentencing Commission found that 75% of all criminal defendants who were convicted and sentenced for federal drug offenses were illegal immigrants. Only 75% of all criminal defendants? When they only make up 3.5% of the population? Oh, there's no correlation there at all. It's the same It's the same correlation as that, the statistic, and I've said this before, where the vast majority of pedophiles, or no, a disproportionate, it's like 35% of all pedophiles are also gay. Gay male men, okay? Or maybe they're even bisexual, I don't know, but they're, they're, they're gay, okay? I wonder why. Is there any correlation, like the, with the whole Sodom and Gomorrah thing, and, and the whole men burning after men being turned over to a reprobate mind thing, that they would have more of a propensity to take it to the next level and to not just have sex with a consenting man, but to say, no, I'm going to force myself on a child? No, there's no correlation at all. What am I thinking? I'm sure that those demons that make them gay are totally content with them being just gay. And they wouldn't want them to do anything beyond that and maybe molest a child as well. Those demons, there's a line even the demons won't cross. Don't you know that? Of course there is. I mean, even a demon has morals, right? No, they don't. So it's no... It's no mystery, and it's no big stretch of the imagination to understand why a pedophile is, is um, 35% of all pedophiles are also gay, when supposedly gays only make up like 3 to 4% of the population. Of course, I think that, that number's growing because of all the ways they're trying to emasculate men and all the gender-bending chemicals they're putting in everything and all the, you know so many different ways that society's even creating it anyway i just want to use that as a parallel okay so let's uh so <laughs> to you i mean this is unbelievable the statistic i mean this just shows you why these people need to be in jail and deported 
75% of all criminal defendants who were convicted and sentenced for federal drug offenses were illegal immigrants? Oh, now you're just being prejudicial. No, these are statistical facts that the U.S. Sentence, US Sentencing Commission published. They're just facts. It's black and white here. It's not gray. It's not like, this is my opinion. No, these are statistical facts. Illegal immigrants were also involved in 17% of all drug trafficking sentences and one-third of all federal prison sentences. Those are good. It's, these are good statistics. I mean, they're only 3.5% of the population, supposedly, but, you know, they're committing this unbelievably disproportionately higher level of crime because they're illegal. They're here illegally, so they're going to have a propensity to commit more illegal stuff. You reap what you sow, and if you bless this type of wickedness by saying, come on, illegal aliens, just come on in. They're just going to keep being wicked and evil. Most of humanity will not police itself. Most of humanity, from what I've seen, does not have enough of a moral compass to police itself if left unchecked, if there is no rules, if, there, if there's basically like, okay, come on. Drive drunk. We're just going to, I mean, I've heard that over and over where they'll get pulled over for driving drunk in like Texas and stuff. And the, the cops are just told, let's let them go. I'm sure it doesn't happen every time, but all of these rapes that are occurring by the illegal aliens, we're going to get into that. How it's all suppressed. What does that do? That tells the other scumbag illegal aliens that are also pedophile perverts that, hey, the gringo ain't going to do nothing. Go ahead and rape to your heart's content. All I'm going to get maybe is a slap on the wrist and I'll be out of jail in a week. Because they have no moral compass. Because they're not a law unto themselves, as the Bible talks about. People that are just kind of like morally upright, even though they're maybe even not Christians. Like my grandpa, for instance, up until the point where he got saved. Was, was at the very, very end. My grandpa Johnson. That guy was one of the best people, most morally upright. I never heard him cuss in my whole life. I never, I don't, I've never seen him get mad. I, I just, my grandma now, that was a different story. But man, my grandpa Johnson was a good guy. I mean, if you didn't like him, man, there was something seriously wrong with you. Just a cool, mellow, laid back, good guy. Just, he, I don't. I don't even know of a vice that he had. The only thing is, it was hard to lead him to the Lord because he was so morally upright. Yeah, they went to a Presbyterian church and stuff, but he didn't have a concept of salvation. I had to go over that with him. And sometimes people like that are really hard to lead to the Lord because, you know, I'm basically a good person. You know, I told Grandpa, I said, Grandpa, if I ever knew anybody that merited going to heaven just because they were a good person, you'd be the one. Of anybody I ever knew in my life, you, 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 I wouldn't be, but it doesn't work that way. <laughs> You're saved by grace through faith, faith in Jesus Christ, and that not of yourself. It is the gift of God, not of works, not of works, lest any man should boast. So somebody that thinks I'm going to heaven because I'm a morally upright good person, that's of works and that's not going to get you entrance into heaven it will not work through the blood of the lord jesus christ his death burial and resurrection 
His finished work on the cross. That's how, and if you don't know about this, key on the True Salvation tab at contendingfortruth.com and I'll walk you all through it. Give you all the Bible verses. I'm not trying to sell you a bill of goods. I just love you enough to tell you the truth and care about your soul and, and you know, I tell you the, about salvation and then the things that, you know, you need to do afterward. These types of things. They're the things to expect, biblically. Okay? So, Anyway, um, I really got off on a tangent there. Let's see here. Um, so, okay, so there's a FBI statistic according, and this is a little confusing, but in in this the last sentence will clarify things. According to the FBI, and again, these figures I truly believe are underblown, and they also don't account for unreported things like unreported murders, unreported sexual assaults, unreported um, child sexual assaults, uh, which is a gigantic thing here. Not only that, the government's trying to suppress these statistics anyway. So who knows what the real statistics are? I mean, God does, but I mean, you know. So according to FBI, 67,642 murders were committed in the U.S. from 2005 to 2008. And there were 115,000 717 murders committed from 2003 to 2009. The General Accounting Office documents that criminal immigrants, illegal aliens, committed 25,000, over 25,000 of these murders. Okay. So, to extrapolate out these statistics, this means that a population of just over 3.5% residing in the U.S. unlawfully committed 22 to 37%, depending on the time era, of all murders in the nation. Now, they're only 3.5%. But they're committing in this time period of essentially 2003 to 2009, anywhere in that time frame, from 22% to 37% of all murders in the nation. This is astounding. And they're being totally protected. They've got sanctuary cities. They're being given free housing, free health care, all this free stuff. They're being let off on drunk driving charges. I mean, all of these things that they're being given, encouraging their wickedness. This is how wicked our government has become. And think about it. We've got a lot more legal aliens here now. I mean, not, what is that statistic from? It's from? That ended in 2009. Well, I mean... The way that Obama was working it, especially in his last four years, I mean, who knows how many more here now? Who knows how many more murders are occurring? But this is the this is the wicked, evil pop, uh, situation we find ourselves in in America. And I know if you're from other countries, I'm sorry. This is my only frame of reference, though. Being being an American, illegal immigrants clearly commit a level of violent and drug related crimes disproportionate to their population. It's it's not even close. It's just like the Gay men are, are um, you know, 35% of all pedophiles tend to be gay men. And their gay men are only 3% of the population. Okay, well, that seems to be a bit disproportionate compared with the rest of the population. Yeah, it's because of those same demons and devils that have a propensity to go, go into gay men, which, which potentiates them to go further into pedophilia. It's the same exact dynamic. The next uh, part is more than 
2,000 sex offenders deported by ICE, Immigration Custom Enforcement, every year in Texas alone. According to two statistics released from the United States government, and there's a link here to all that, I mean, everything I'm telling, telling you is their statistics, and I guarantee you they're totally underblown to a certain extent if we knew the real numbers. In 2003, all four Texas offices, there's four Texas offices that do the deportation, they deported 2,124 sex offenders. Okay, in 2013. 508 were convicted of sex offenses against a minor. Okay, now, if you're deported, that means you're an illegal alien, meaning you shouldn't have been here. Okay, you're an illegal alien. So, of the 2,124 sex offenders that were deported in just 2013 alone, in just Texas, just one state, 508 were convicted of sex offenses against a minor. So, um, almost one quarter of the illegal aliens that were deported in 2013 from Texas alone, about one quarter were pedophiles. That were, that were deported for sex offenses against a minor. They got a real gigantic problem, these illegal aliens from uh, Mexico and Latin, or Central America and all that. They got a real problem with pedophilia, evidently. They got a real big propensity toward it, is what I'm saying. Because the proof is in the pudding. It's right here. The fact that thousands of American children have been sexually assaulted by illegals, people who should have never been here in this country to begin with, is unconscionable and unacceptable. And that's the least of what it is. It's pure evil. These children are victims of our feckless government and the, and the media covers for them at all times. Democrats and the media aren't willing to secure the border to save one child from sexual assault. They don't care all this democratic garbage with Schumer and nasty Pelosi and all these other maggots that are out there saying, oh, you're this and you're that. They could care less about all the children being sexually assaulted by the illegal aliens. They could care less. All that matters is that the illegal aliens can pour in unabated and they don't get their feelings hurt and they can do whatever the h-e-l-l they want to do that's all that matters to them they have their built-in voting block they're bringing in the santa Muerte death cult they're depleting all of our resources they're bringing in all these communicable diseases they're defiling humanity they're defiling the children they're sexually assaulting women as well obviously that's the majority of the ones they assault that's all fine because they care so much about the, 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 the people that are here legally in this country. That's how much they care. All they care about are the wicked devils that are here that are doing this. Is basically what this tells me. So who are the real monsters here? The media will cover shark attacks, but not the thousands of children being sexually assaulted by illegals annually. And we don't even have an remote idea what the true statistics are though that that organization in north carolina i've read enough of their emails because i'm on their email list and it's just the extent 
that just North Carolina goes through to suppress the sexual assaults and particularly on minors by the illegal aliens is unbelievable. They will normally, a lot of these sexual assault things won't even get out of a given locality, meaning you can't even find out about it unless you actually go to like a given county and do research to find out that this actually happened. I mean, it's, it's a grand scheme of, of suppression of truth about this. So most people don't even know what's going on. When it comes to taking the Second Amendment and civil rights away from American citizens and legal immigrants, the media regularly exploit the dead with a cry of, if it just saves one one child, meaning, oh, some wicked devil had a gun and, and, and he killed somebody with it. If he didn't have that gun, that would have never happened, even though guns are, can be... Guns take on the personality of the possessor, okay? And gun confiscation is always the biggest thing that precedes mass extermination of a population. Just ask Hitler, Mao Zedong, um, Pol Pot, you, the list goes on and on. Stalin, I mean, the list goes on and on and on. That's what you do before you exterminate your population that you want to kill off. You take their guns, okay? It's the only reason they, they want our guns is because they want to exterminate a disarmed population, Okay? That's why it happens throughout history, and it's been proven over and over again. But they'll save if it saves just one child. But when it comes to stopping illegals from streaming over porous borders to sexually assault our children, the media not only doesn't call for better border enforcement, the media covers up these crimes as well. Not to mention all the other wickedness they're doing once they get here. In 2013, the Obama administration released... 36,007 criminal illegal aliens who had nearly 88,000 convictions between them. Those can, I mean, it's, and it's never just like when I see this, it's never just like they're committing one crime. It's like they're committing multiple, multiple, multiple crimes and they still get released. Because if you let somebody get away with something, especially if they have no moral compass, especially if they're already demon-possessed to the toenails, especially if they've already been rewarded for coming coming here illegally, if you reward somebody like that, they're just going to keep doing it because you've just given them the green light. And every demon that possesses them is just like, you know, rubbing their hands together and saying, oh, yeah. I can just go out and commit wholesale sin and wickedness and there's going to be no repercussions whatsoever. That's what you're given the green light for. I mean, that's, that's it. So, the Obama administration released 36,007 criminal legal aliens who had nearly 88,000 convictions between them. Good old Obama. That guy is going to burn so white hot in hell. I, I just wish he could get a glimpse of that tonight. I really do. I really do. All these devils that are doing this, these fork-tongued devils that are behind all these things, the Roth, Roth, Rothschilds and the Rockefellers and the George Soroses and the, the Bushes and the Clintons and the Obamas, I, just, I wish they could get a, a, a nice big gander at what their future really is because they're not going to reign in hell with Satan. No, they're not. They're going to burn white hot. And then they're going to get cast into the lake of fire. Those convictions included, of these um, 88,000 convictions, of the 36,000 people that Obama, illegal aliens that he released, 
Those convictions included 193 homicide convictions. I mean, how do you release anybody that's been convicted of a homicide? You release them? 426 sexual assault convictions. 303 kidnapping convictions. They love to kidnap, too. That's the one of their calling cards, you know, down in Mexico and Central America and stuff. You know, if they think you have any money at all, they'll kidnap you and then hold you for ransom. And then if they don't get enough money, then they just kill them. Or if they even, sometimes they do get the money, they kill them. Man, these people have no scruples. They have no moral compass. 303 kidnapping convictions and 1,075 aggravated assault convictions. So, there you have it. Uh... If that don't make you righteously indignant, I don't know what will. But again, it also will... Uh, the reason I do this to a large extent is to help us to see how we need to pray about given situations. This is a gigantic problem. There's a lot of gigantic problems going on all over the planet. But this is one of them. And this is pure wickedness, as you can see. And... You know, I can only imagine if, like, the church in America got on the right page with God and started praying specifically about all these different issues. Oh, man, those prayers could move mountains, but it's just not collectively happening. But that's why I go over it with my listeners, because that's what I am as a watchman. It's my job to warn. It's my job to, you know, tell you about this type of stuff. So, uh, God bless you, and we're going to go to part two next. Scott Johnson's 1,000-plus audio teachings and PDF documents are available for free 24-7 on the internet at contendingfortruth.com. That's C-O-N-T-E-N-D-I-N-G-F-O-R-T-R-U-T-H.com. In addition, we also offer a free Christian current event and health email newsletter. You can sign up at contendingfortruth.com. These email newsletters typically only generate about three to six emails per month if you subscribe to both lists. Please prayerfully help us to continue this work. For mail correspondence or to support this ministry, our mailing address is Scott Johnson, 2359 Highway 70, Southeast, number 321, Hickory, NC, 28602. Or on the internet, a PayPal donation link can be found at contendingfortruth.com. Thank you and may the Lord Jesus Christ richly bless you.